0: Thank you for joining us for episode 36 of Focus on the Bible. This episode seeks to answer several very important questions. Today, people everywhere are talking about God. Hard times in the world sometimes cause people to look up and long for God and to know what's really true in the world and in our future. But so often, what is said about God is just not based in the Bible. There are so many voices in the world talking about God. How do we know what voice is true? It's time to focus on the Bible, to draw from the Bible as it's written by its authors under inspiration by God. And it's time to look at the Bible in its context, in the very verses that are written that God could reveal His truth to us. It's time that we begin to focus on the Bible and crave for the answers that we need to the questions we have. Let's talk about this. Today I'd like to ask you three questions that are the most important questions I think that could ever be asked from another human being to one. And we'll go into the Bible to find our answers to these three very important questions. Are you ready? Here we go. Question number one. Are you certain that you're going to heaven? At the end of it all, in this life on earth, do you have a future that is assured that will be with God in heaven? Are you certain today that if you died, you'd go to heaven with God? God wants us to be certain of eternal life. He's made it clear in the Bible that he wants us to have assurance of what the future holds. Let's look at some verses together. John chapter 10, first, and verse 28 and 29. John 10, verse 28 and 29 says, And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father, which gave them me, Is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. As we read this verse and others to follow, pay attention to these great words, the great superlative words that Jesus uses. Words like always, never, everyone. Words that tell us that we can know that we belong to God once. And for all, God's not afraid to reveal stark language in the Bible about our assurance. Look with me, John chapter 6 now. John and chapter 6, verse number 37, he says, All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. For I came down from heaven You see, the Bible talks often of eternal life and the fact that we can have it not by what we do to earn God's favor but through what Jesus Christ has done for us. So if I ask you the question, are you certain that you're going to heaven? Your answer, if it's in line with the Bible, must be about your faith in Jesus Christ. And I can tell you, dear friend, that in talking to people, that's not the answer that most people give when they talk about God. It's clear to me that in my conversations, many people who talk about God only are wishing that they have eternal life, and by no stretch to them is it a certain thing. The reason for this is that so many people don't have certainty because they are not looking at the finished work of Jesus Christ, but they're looking at the religious work that they hope to do to earn their way to God. And this is absolutely error when we focus on what the Bible actually says. You could know that you have eternal life and you could know it right now, but you'll only know it if you take your eyes off yourself and what you could do for Him, and put your eyes on Jesus Christ, and what He already did to banish your sins as a barrier between you and God. One more verse together. 1 John chapter 5, way over in the back of your Bible. 1 John, in chapter 5, verse number 13, listen to this. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God People find it a shocking thing when they read that the Bible actually says you can know K N O W that you have eternal life I do know it friend Not because I'm a good guy or try to be, not because I pray a lot or read my Bible or even the things that I do in service for the Lord, but I know that I have eternal life because I've done what verse 13 says to do. I've believed in the Lord Jesus Christ as the one who paid my sin, removed my barrier from God, and by His grace saved me into a certain eternal life, all based In faith alone, in Christ alone. I hope that's your answer as well. Question number two. What are you trusting in to give you that eternal life? There are two kinds of religion in the world. Only two. The first kind of religion in the world is a religion that's based in faith in what I do for God. That religion is based in human effort, human religion, human trying hard to achieve something spiritual towards God. The end of that religion is the the hope that somehow I can do enough that will be pleasing to God, whoever that is, that I can please Him enough and earn my way into His heaven or some version of heaven. And that religion is utterly hopeless because it's not based in what the Bible says in God's holy word. The second kind of religion is a minority in the world. Its faith is based not in what I do, but in what Jesus did for me. Look with me in the Bible, John chapter 6. We were there earlier let's go to one verse here john chapter 6 and verse 47 jesus speaks of this again it's almost as though he knew that people would doubt what he said about eternal life and how that once it's given by god it could never ever be lost but he says it so very clearly in john 6 verse 47 verily verily i say unto you he that believeth on me hath everlasting life. John six forty seven rules out the dominant kind of religion in the world. Jesus never said whoever can do all they can do in a holy attempt to earn my favor can have eternal life. No, no, what he said was that all who believe in him have everlasting life. Maybe this is why there's anger sometimes in the world towards what God says in the Bible about faith in Jesus. Maybe some people are just too proud about what they can do to earn God's favor. Maybe they think they actually are good enough for God. Maybe the gospel news is an affront to their own raised view of human nature. But I know what the Bible said. Jesus said it's only by believing in him that any of us could ever be fitted for heaven. Here's another verse way in the back of your Bible, Titus, in chapter 3. If you have a Bible and you could join me there, it'd be very helpful. If not, you can trust me as I read Titus chapter 3 and verse 5 and 6. Which religion do you think Paul the apostle believes in? One that trusts in what I do or one that trusts in what Jesus did for me? Titus 3, 5 and 6. Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy He saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which He shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior. Now it's true that For those who have believed in Jesus, they should serve the Lord. They should do good works. But it's never those good works or our obedience to the Lord that is the foundation of our salvation. There's only one foundation, and that's Jesus Christ. He alone can be the foundation of those who are saved. We cannot add to that foundation anything Because Jesus Christ is perfect. What are you trusting in for eternal life? Well, you can only trust in Jesus if you will have true assurance. Any trust you have in anything you do besides faith alone in Christ alone could not really be faith alone in Christ alone, could it? As long as we're keeping one eye on the things we do that we think could please God. Friend, I hope today that your faith is in Jesus Christ and Him alone for your eternal life. Question number three. If you have eternal life, could you do anything to lose your eternal life? If you've rested your faith in Jesus Christ for heaven... I want you to consider with me what the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. There's a great verse here. I want to look at it together. The Bible says, 2 Corinthians five twenty-one: For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So according to this great verse in the Bible, those who believe in Jesus are righteous in God's eyes. Now, how could that be? Isn't it true that all of us still sin? Oh, it's true. I hope you'll own it. I certainly do. I still do sin. And yet God looks at those who believed in Jesus as though they are righteous. Why? Because it said that we are in Him. By faith, we have believed into Jesus Christ. And so when God the Father looks at Jesus the Son, He finds Him righteous. Those of us who are in Him are righteous too. Now there's a fancy theological phrase for this. We call it positional righteousness. It means that in me there is sin. But when you put me in Jesus Christ, I have His righteousness and I am in the righteousness of God. Isn't that great? That's why it's so important to rest our faith in Jesus because that's the only way that we could ever be righteous in God's eyes. Here's another great verse, John chapter 1. John and chapter 1, Jesus wants us to know that when we believed in Him, He gave us the gift of God eternal life, but we also got more than eternal life when we believed in Him. See if you can see what the other thing is that Jesus gave us when we believed in Him. John chapter 1, verse 11 and 12, He came unto His own, and His own received Him not. But as many as received Him, to them gave He power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on His name." And so today, as a believer in Jesus Christ, you are God's child. God would never cast out a child. Though a child may disobey his father and mother, that child would not be cast out by a good father and a good mother, and God is the best father there could ever be. If we want to be happy in life, we should start by focusing on the words of the one who created life itself to begin with. Will you help us reach more people in our effort to encourage them to focus on the Bible? You can start by sharing our podcast with them or by telling them about our program. To ask your own questions about the Bible, you can also write to us at Focus Ministries, P.O. Box 498, Danielsville, Georgia, 30633.